This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, OPM gives agencies an extension to waive certain leave policies for essential federal workers. The Defense Department has started a new working group to implement its suicide prevention policies. And comments on a new shared services framework are due this week. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Monday, March 20th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is looking to position a new program at the center of national cyber defenses. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the story. CISA is seeking $425 million in its fiscal 2024 budget for a new cyber analytics and data system. The new system is part of the restructuring of the National Cybersecurity Protection System, better known as the Einstein Program. Parts of Einstein will transition to the new analytics and data system, while CISA will gradually phase out other portions of the program. The agency says the new system will give its cyber analysts more integrated data sets and better tools to quickly identify and prevent cyber attacks. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Pentagon has about 15,000 full-time recruiters dedicated to filling its military ranks, but a new Defense Business Board study finds there are only about 100 recruiters for DOD's civilian jobs. The board says that's just one symptom of a broader problem. DOD is way behind in the war for talent when it comes to its civilian workforce. On Friday, the panel approved several recommendations to compete with the private sector and plans to publish a more detailed report in the coming months. The Defense Department started a new working group to implement its suicide prevention policies. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin started the group after the department's Suicide Prevention and Review Committee sent him a series of recommendations. The working group will study how to move forward with the Prevention Committee's 10 recommendations for suicide prevention. DOD plans to start hiring behavioral health professionals as it expands access to mental health care. Suicide rates among active duty service members have continued to rise since 2011. Recommendations to improve worker organizing are starting to pay off. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. The White House Task Force on Worker Organizing and Empowerment says agencies are now, for instance, more clearly providing information about a worker's right to organize. They're also improving some cross-agency collaboration to promote collective bargaining rights. The White House Task Force initially made 70 recommendations to the president in an effort to improve federal employees' access to unions. The number of federal employees in a union has increased by nearly 20 percent, with about 80,000 workers joining a union since agencies started implementing the task force actions. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Comments on a new shared services framework are due this week. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why you should comment. The draft shared services performance management framework lays out 17 measures to help agencies better monitor and improve the results of moving to shared services. The Office of Shared Solutions and Performance Improvement in GSA's Office of Government-Wide Policy is seeking feedback from agencies and industry about whether these 17 measures make sense. The framework focuses the measures around five main functional areas, customer, financial, 
Marketplace Operations, Standards Adoption, and IT Modernization. Comments on the draft framework are due by March 24th. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Defense Department's Office of Strategic Capital is trying to make it easier for small businesses to find public sector funding. The year-old office is kicking off a new program along with the SBA called the Small Business Investment Company. Through the program, the Office of Strategic Capital will provide loan guarantees to investors and raise debt financing to match private capital. The partnerships will invest in deep technologies, prioritizing areas with large applications across DOD, like semiconductors that aren't necessarily ready to be acquired, but are considered defense technology. You're listening to the Federal Newscast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The Defense Department is seeking to understand the current knowledge base of its 55,000-person financial management workforce, and it wants a commercial software application in the cloud to help. DOD released a request for information to help identify a commercially available proficiency assessment tool on a software-as-a-service basis. The tool will help DOD with measuring existing competencies of military and civilian workers based on key competencies and demographics. Then DOD will use the tool to revise existing courseware, develop new courses to address proficiency gaps, enhance workforce career development, and manage the workforce. Responses to the RFI are due March 27th. Agencies have an extension to waive certain leave policies for essential federal workers. The Office of Personnel Management has adjusted the expiration date for agencies' authority to make exceptions and let feds use expired annual leave. The regulation applies to essential employees during the COVID-19 pandemic who were often unable to use paid time off before it expired. OPM's extension of this authority will last until the president lifts the national and public health emergency declarations, which he's expected to do on May 11th. The Department of Homeland Security should appoint a senior advisor to lead its innovation efforts. That's one recommendation from the Homeland Security Advisory Council's latest report on technology and innovation. The council is also recommending DHS create a how-to guide for new companies interested in doing business with the agency. The report additionally urges DHS to conduct a review of its contracting processes. The council says the department's acquisition regulations and procedures often get in the way of acquiring innovative technologies. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Monday, March 20th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian. 